Hello and welcome to the Talks Night podcast. Unfortunately, Harry's injury messed up a little bit, so I'm just redoing it for him. Just like, share, subscribe, and enjoy. Hopefully, this can take your mind off any problems you've got for the next half an hour. Cheers. We'll be focusing on mental health. Just a uh, word of warning, this episode could be quite upsetting to some listeners. So today I'm joined by a very special guest called Jamal. How are you today? Oh, mate, I'm good. You good? So, obviously I've known you for a long time. And mm. we've like worked together in two different places, which is quite funny. But um, It is. So what's your, what's your experience been with mental health? My experience? Um, there's a lot of ups and downs, really. Like... It's been a very rocky road. Um, it's, but it's made me a better person. I feel like uh, I think it does with a lot of people. To be honest, like if you, it depends how you take it. You can take it as a good lesson or a bad lesson. As long as you always take it as a good lesson, that's the most important thing. Is like taking that issue and taking that problem that you are dealing with day to day, and using it to your advantage to becoming a better person. Um, Mine started when I was, I think I was in like year, I started feeling it about year eight, year nine. Um, just started feeling quite down and a bit mm-hmm. upset and why, I would always ask myself why, um, why was I feeling this kind of way? Why, why did I feel like this? I didn't answer the question because I didn't know until I asked questions. I started looking into it and I started understanding it before. And yeah, to be honest with you, it's it's a hard it's a hard situation. It's a hard, difficult situation for a lot of people that do struggle with it day to day. Um, but I'm thankful that you know a lot of us are still here and we're still fighting every day with mm-hmm. your demons. Because believe me, that's take it, take it or leave it. It's one of the worst things that has ever happened to the human body because. It's been with us for generations. It's been with us for years. We've, but we've only now acknowledged it, which yeah. really sort of, that really says a lot about the situation. That it's a situa- it's an issue that's in your head, and we've kept it locked away for hundreds of years. Mm-mm. Only now we're starting to really sort of let it out, as we have been. I mean, our generation now is very. I'd say open-minded. Yeah, I'd say very, that. Like, yeah, you know, we're so very um, feeling quite like a very. Not, I don't want to say emotional generation, but we're definitely like, like you said, we are more open with it, aren't we? Absolutely. Yeah, we 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 grasp onto things a lot more. Uh, we hold onto stuff. We we acknowledge and we learn about it and we look into it because we can. I feel like. Phones have helped with that. Don't get me mm. wrong. You know, I I'm not a big social media fanatic, but I think that having having a phone and being able to do the things you do, like look up on the internet or look into things, or create a page or create fundraiser or do a charity, anything like that, it does help. Yeah. You know. That really like goes on to my next question. Is I like, so you struggle for quite some time and yeah. have you like dealt with it like yourself like obviously you can get like help like professional help but like sometimes that's not always affordable or have yeah. access to it but like how have you dealt with it personally my 
my situation on that is um, I believe that, don't get me wrong, professional help is an incredible thing and I believe that it can help people. But my my interpretation of it is you can only really talk about it if you've really been through it. You know, like you, you have to have experienced that and dealt with that to really, really understand that other person and be able to speak to that person and have that open mindedness to being like, I understand, but not saying it, really feeling it like I do understand or like I do get what you mean. And mm -hmm. to be honest with you, over my years of experience with it, um, as to be honest with you, I used to get weird thoughts when I was, I'll go into it, I'm not really fussed. Uh, yeah, good day for it, man. Good. It's like, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's... Yeah, uh, it's me because that's the problem. It People is. People were like, oh, I'm, I'm all right, really, but really, you could have a really dark mind and that's... Yeah. Like, it's key to be open, like, even if it does get really dark. Yeah, in terms of, of like. But that's life, you know. Life is dark. When you think about it, if you look in the dark places, you find dark. But there's also mm. light too. The two do come hand in hand. They do, but yeah. They do. With my with my experience, I remember. Um, so in like year eight, year nine, it started, um, and when it started, I used to get thoughts. Uh, I've got quite a photographic memory. Right. So, like, I envision things, but, like, I can envision them in my brain, like, actually happening. And it's, like, I used to be on the, I'd go on, I used to live in um, uh, Verwood, so I used to get the bus. Yeah, I remember, yeah. You remember, yeah. When I yeah, used to, I remember. <laughs> we used to work together, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, the bus would, I'd, I'd be on the bus and I'd, we'd go past like the spur road and I'd look into the trees and stuff. And I'd always envision myself in my head, hanging myself from a tree mm. or yeah. like envision myself, like shooting myself in the head in some really dramatic mm. cinematic way. Mm. But like, I don't know. Um, yeah. And I used to get a lot of thoughts like that. I used to get thoughts of, I still do. Um, they, these thoughts never go away, you know, like even get thoughts of, um, the way that you die or like the feeling that you feel before you die, mm -hmm. you know? And I just was so, I became so obsessed with that. I became so obsessed with that thought of what is it like, but also I want it to happen too. Mm. Like... And, you know, even like today, it still happens. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have experienced it the same way, you know, yeah. where you genuinely feel like you do honestly want to die and like you, you want to do it right now. And I'm going to do it right now and like make it happen. But it's it was like that for a few years. It was just dark, just very dark. Yeah. Thoughts were just dark. And I, I'd envision myself doing like horrible things like to people I really love or like envision them being hurt and it would just drive me insane. I just have these, these um, ideas and they were so, they were so like cinematic in my head. They were so like 
so vivid. Yeah. Like, just a thought like that, like doing something like that. And then uh, this went on for a few years. Um, well, it's still, it doesn't go on for a few years. It stays with you for life, sadly. Yeah, it's, it is one of those things, like, yeah, you sort of, as you get older with it, like, you learn how to control it. Yeah. And it's, and it's um, like, when I was, when I had it, well, I still do, obviously, but it's, I've learned how to control it and deal with it and look yeah. at things in a different way. But, like, it's the learning how to yeah. do it, like, learning how, like, Right, this needs to stop. By yeah. can't afford um, professional help, so I've got to try and do this like on my own in a way, yeah. which isn't always yeah. okay because you're not always on your own. You have got people around you yeah. that love and care for you, and that is and that is probably the most important thing with it because like not everyone's going to know how you feel. Like like say so you can hide it, but it takes like a true honesty to be open with it. I'd be like, no, look, honestly, I'm really struggling. I don't know what to do. I'm having these dark thoughts. And that is, and it's the hardest thing. Like, once you, I feel like, once you've learned how to, like, get to, um, but the realization of, oh, I'm depressed or something, that's when you know you are on that path of becoming better because you've realized it before it gets too late. Yeah. Too deep. You know what I mean? Goes down, down, believe me. And I always mm-hmm. think of that song because that song, <laughs> believe it or not, I used to like that's actually a really good coping mechanism that I used to use. Uh, it's ridiculously stupid, but I used to like when I know that like the day was going bad, I'd always sing that song to myself in my head because mm-hmm. it would just make me feel a little bit better. And that's to be honest with you especially with mental illness it's a lot of you learn you learn you learn coping mechanisms because mm. like you said before about living with your demons and stuff like we we live with our demons but you learn to live with them yeah so, learn how to counteract with them isn't it like learn to yeah, deal with it that's how we deal with it you know and mm. it's the same with um it's the same with all sorts of like disorders, you know, and illnesses. God knows what mm. I've me personally, I have, so I've got bipolar. Yeah. I'm mildly schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Um, so like every now and then I would get like thoughts or I would get someone in my brain telling me like actual voices um mm. that started a few years after i was about 18 when that started and like they were like voices but they were like actual people like how we're talking to each other right now yeah but there was like different voices like there was about four i think four different voices and they still mm. they still like linger but i sort of i do try and block them out yeah of course like, they actually like when i say speak to you i mean like in the most Imagine it in the most vivid and perfect way to describe something. Like, it is that. It is the most... Oh, man. It's, it digs deep. Yeah. You know? It does, yeah. It, it does. is, like, it's, it's such a hard thing to deal with. And, like, yeah, it's just... 
like this yeah. really like stems on to my next question really it's like so obviously we're in this lockdown and obviously we're not allowed out and obviously you're just sitting there looking for things to do or to watch or whatever and then if you didn't then you just your mind just runs away doesn't it so how have you coped during the uh, lockdown um i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you i am i am really struggling mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure you are too uh, yeah yeah i'm sure a lot of us you know a lot of us but especially the ones who are feeling really really depressed and i know how that feels you're waking up every day and you're just staring into nothing you just feel like so isolated literally mm-hmm. and you you just don't know what to do with yourself every day because you've done the most of everything that you can and mental illness especially is one of those things that relies on routine i've learned that now i've learned that routine is the most important thing yeah, it's a stable life, especially if you, especially if you experience negative thoughts, especially if you feel that way, if you feel that horrible sensation of dark, sad loneliness, then you need a routine because the way that our minds work, I believe that when you have something to look forward to, your brain automatically understands that it's now it's now content because it's got something to look forward to, you know? Mm. Like, for instance, um, what should we make for dinner later? It's something as simple as that, but yeah, brings so much clarity to your mind, because you need clarity, like, especially when it's foggy up there, you need, you need to be able to vision, to have a nice, clear vision of something simple, but something that means so much more. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it's... Routine is important. I've realised that. It's like, even if it's just the little things like doing eating at the same time every or like literally, kind of thing, like it, it could be like the little thing. Yeah, but something I, I feel like a lot of people as well right now they're they're dealing with a situation where it seems to be like some days you'll have a really good day, and yeah. like I mean a really good day, I mean really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. like and you know like that's another thing actually to be honest i know i'm going off topic now but it's like you have this mad crazy indescribed indescribable uh, i forgot the word what is it indescribable yeah, yeah is that that that, i think it is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well well, that we'll make it work. It. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's, it is hard. Like, like it's, even if you don't have, like, struggle with mental health issues, like, this lockdown is, is probably of everyone. It's because you're locked, yeah. aren't you? Like, you are locked in. There is nothing you can do. And it's just, like, so hard to keep, like, yourself sane. Yeah. And I'm like, it's... Yeah, people can make a joke out of it and that, but it's yeah, yeah, it's, you'll have, it is hard for everyone like this with this lockdown. Mark. Yeah, you'll have a day like you'll have a day where everything will be okay, and mm-hmm. like I said, you get these good times and you get the bad times. But the issue is, um, 
when I started taking my medication, um, yeah. I was with an ex of mine. Mm-hmm. That was actually one of the reasons I started taking them. I uh, got prescribed mm-hmm. them. But all that they really do is they actually, they just, they completely numb your brain. Like, mm-hmm. and the stronger you go, you just, it just numbs your brain. So what happens is like, you don't, you don't feel like the highest highs and the lowest lows. Cause when you're not on medication, you do feel that some days you'll wake up and it will be a beautiful sunny sky, rose colored fucking clouds. And it's beautiful, you know, it's absolutely beautiful. And when it's low, it's low. Like it's low, yeah. like it's real, real low. And yeah, it's that it's, yeah, it's just like one of the things, especially in this time that we're dealing with right now, this quarantine, it's those, these thoughts every day of what do I do next? What do I do next? What do I do next? Mm-hmm. I've done practically everything that I could or possibly can do, but that's just our brains logging off that connection to doing something that is better, that is more enjoyable, that is going to make you feel better. And like I said before, it's something something as simple, right? Something as simple as having something to look forward to once a week. That is honestly one of the key factors of having a better mental health. Like... If you can, if you can look forward to something, that will give you purpose. Because that's what we thrive as humans. We thrive off of purpose. That's what we, yeah. love. we need purpose. Because if you don't have purpose, what is the what is the point? Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it's whether it's anything. You know, friendships, family, um, especially religion. Um, it's it's a massive thing. That get, like especially in poorer countries where it gives people purpose and depression comes in all shapes and sizes it comes in different forms too yeah it just affects people differently in the situation whatever that situation may be i feel like having a purpose and locking onto something that means something to you whether it's baking cakes or you know baking cakes Playing Xbox, watching a film, reading books, that kind. Yeah, Yeah. making food once a week, making a really nice meal, you know? Mm -hmm. Playing one game on one particular day. It can sound like ridiculously OCD and over the top, but it doesn't have to be. Like, it's the simple things in life that we thrive off of. Mm -hmm. Something as simple as going to the beach or going and seeing a friend or whatever, you know? Sadly, we can't do the seeing a friend thing right now but, <laughs> yeah but, like i think with the eventually. lockdown i think the worst thing about it is the uncertainty of it like i'll see if we're like oh we're going to be out the end of yeah. may and we'll be like oh, okay cool. but we don't know that's that's the thing isn't it that's you don't know how long it's going to be it could be could be may could be june july either so you just don't know do you, you know now we going to something different like it's sort of like so like the stigma around men and how like obviously it's got a lot better but as a general as like the years of my people have been like more open about it and it's like 
raised to be like this matchlin mended emotions thing, but mm-hmm. I think we struggle a lot more than people think we do, and that is it's quite sad, That's, really, isn't it? Like, sadly, that is the male ego, um, mm. and it always will be. Have you ever noticed that if you ever go out drinking? You go out drinking with your mates. Have you noticed that girls talk a lot more, whether it's about the situation that they're dealing with, that they probably yeah. wouldn't say when they're sober? That happens a lot. And that says a lot about the difference between males and females, how males just can't seem to open up to people as well. No. Just that we just can't do it for some reason because we're so proud, you know? We have our chests up. And mm. we believe that we don't need it. You don't need help. You don't need to speak about things. All of these things bottle up. They bottle up. They bottle up. They bottle up and explode massively. And the more you leave, the more you leave it, the longer you leave it, the worse it gets. You could leave mm. it for years, but then at the end, it's going to be massively, massively, just a seriously bad situation. Yeah, I'm. I'm speaking of that from personal experience. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, even what, if you just have the one person to open up to, it's it can make all the difference. Like, whether it depends on how comfortable you are with a person as well. Like, it can make you, yeah, man. It can make like, you. People have different way, like, of going about things. Like, say, if someone might just be listening and not necessarily reply or anything, but someone else be like really good at advice like, it just depends on the person really doesn't it well that's what that's again what i said before about professional help mm-hmm. um you you need to be a person that's been through it. i'm sorry like you need to have experienced those thoughts that that person is talking to you about to really sort of understand and interpret what to do next you can't yeah. take in someone's information you can't take in someone's life story without understanding it properly mm-hmm. by personal experience and really really knowing what it feels like really knowing how it feels to actually try and kill yourself or yeah you know like to be honest with you it was that we need we need more places that we can talk because even i think there's a place opened up in bournemouth recently it's just a place where you can go and just talk to someone yeah a lot of guys can a lot of guys can really do good from that because you don't have to tell anyone. You you don't have to tell anyone until you're ready. You yeah, can just exactly. tell if you're with your girlfriend or whatever, or um, tell your mum, tell your girlfriend, tell your brother, sister, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready to tell your friends, tell your friends. And then when you're ready to just be open about it, be open about it. Yeah, it's not a rush. Having a place like that to just go and talk—that's something that we need, especially though it's a massive factor and. From myself personally, I take um, 200 milligrams sertraline mm-hmm. and basically it just numbs you and it just makes you feel absolutely nothing. Yeah, so you don't, you, you don't feel the highest highs, but you don't feel the lowest lows. And that can be a negative no. thing, that can be a bad thing because the issue is, is that we don't understand the seriousness of it because... It's all good blocking everything out. And that's basically what it does. It's like, it's literally the visual interpretation of going into the cupboard and locking yourself in. 
Yeah. But change that and put it in a different format, a.k.a. your brain. Mm-hmm. You just put all the negative thoughts in a closet, shut the door, and your tolerance goes up every year, and you go higher and higher and higher. That's not what we need. We don't need we don't need medication that's just going to numb you. You need yeah, to. Yeah, you, you need to feel the highs. You do. You need to feel to feel better. You need mm. to feel something. In order, uh, I feel to like you still something. need to. Ha- I still feel like you do need to have the lows to appreciate the highs, because then it'll make you carrying on. Yeah, of course. A lot more worth it. The highs are only winners. You know, the the highs mm. are only fun when you go low. You know, like when you're on a roller coaster, it's not fun if you just go up, is it? It's, no. You're like, oh, I'm just going up now. But when you go down and you're like, whoa, but then you fly back up and you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. That was so yeah. worth it, you know? Mm. Like even something as simple as um, doing something with a friend. You know, it's it's such a thing. For me, it's all about it's all about the little things. I know that saying gets put around a lot, but no, it generally is. It is the little little thing. Like this, this podcast, like it's it's obviously little at the moment, but I'm having like one of the best times creating it, and it gives something to do. I look forward to having people on talking about the most important thing. like what makes them happy so that really goes on questions like how does make you happy it does it's true but it's a bit like what i was saying about the roller coasters it's also like a movie right you watch a film and if it's good throughout the entire thing you're just like oh well that's that's not interesting is it when a film has ups and downs then it's interesting yeah because those downs emphasize the ups so you automatically get pulled up. You feel better because, ah, oh, that's nice. I'm glad that happened. But why are you glad that happened? Because the thing before that happened. And sadly, you know, it's not your fault that something happened, but it's your responsibility to deal with it. It's your exactly. responsibility to deal with that situation, whether it's anything in this world, like whether it's sadly, you know, you could lose a family member, a close relative a close friend um for me especially when i lost my i lost a good friend of mine when i was about 15 to cancer Mm -hmm. so yeah it was no it's it's okay like it took me a long long time to get over but you know it's people like that that you hold close people like that that Mm. out in the times where you do feel down yeah Especially with this situation that's going on right now, that we're talking about mental illness, you you have to have purpose. You have to give yourself something, something to look forward to because we're all here, right? We're all here for a reason. We're all here to do something, like, depending on how you deal with that. Like, me personally, I like dark humour because it's funny. And it's like, mm. huh, that's true, but I also feel like that, you know? Like, because like anything can be like open mechanism, can't it? Really? Yeah, literally. Like that's the most important thing. Honestly, it's you need you need to give yourself a pat on the back. Sometimes you need to mm. you need to 
treat yourself and be happy with and be content with yourself be happy with what you are and what you've got like mm -hmm. it's the simple things you ever notice that people that have money don't have don't have issues with finances but they have issues with whether it be their family or their mental health or someone who has mental health issues but has nothing else to look forward to because they haven't got money or they haven't got this or they haven't got that mm -hmm. and it makes them feel incomplete it makes you feel like you don't want to be here you just don't want to be around you know you mm -hmm. me personally like I always had the the vision of like I don't like the way that the world is. I hate that the world is the way it is. And we don't have that freedom of speech. I just wanted people to hear me. I just wanted people to like, please just listen to what I'm trying to say. We can better the world. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the most important thing, like bettering the world. Like, and I mean that in mental illness. I mean that with mental health. I mean that we can better the world by helping one another. Even if it's something as simple as, having maybe i don't know an idea for an app uh yeah. quick study you could you could be on an app and you could talk to someone about your mental issues mm. someone that's designated to be there to talk to you about situations that they've been in and they could be people that have actually dealt with it speaking yeah. to people that could actually deal with something that's an idea why aren't we why can't we pitch that why can't we do that we don't think of stuff like that. We only think of money. That's all we think about. We don't, we don't think about how we could better the human race. We think about how can we better ourselves? How can we make mm. ourselves more better? And don't get me wrong. You are meant to be better. You are meant to make yourself feel better. Yeah. But those people usually don't deal with mental illness as bad. Mm. You know, you don't, once you understand how difficult it is to live with these thoughts day in and day out, you understand that you need to give yourself some space. You need to give yourself that peace of mind. You need to give mm. yourself something because if you deprive yourself of happiness and satisfaction of dealing with something that you've just dealt with, that's, that's something that goes a long way, you know? Yeah. So I just have one more last thing to touch on. So you yeah. mentioned about a previous relationship. So like how are relationships like important when you, well, so I don't want to say important, like how are they different if you struggle mentally? Like it's uh, in terms of like overthinking stuff, isn't it? It's yeah. There's a lot of um, relationships, especially it can, it can massively affect relationships and especially when you're with someone who's who's been so strong and has been so amazing and mm. who's who's been there for you not just as a friend but as someone who's loved you and chose to love the baggage that's come with you you know yeah that's, that's a big chooses. thing isn't it like yeah and and the difference is is when you're with someone like that they make you feel special. They make you feel better. Mm -hmm. So they can emphasize the good stuff that does happen. But the negative thoughts, the brain thoughts, they never go away. We always think we always think we need something. But then when you have it, you're like, ah, I'm not content. 
you know like yeah it's something as simple as um i was i was reading a book and it was uh, a good friend of mine gave it to me to read and it was um the subtle art of not giving an f mm. so i read this book and it was really interesting because it was there were simple little stories in there like one of the beatles uh who's who was the guy that got kicked out of the beatles um well, i can't remember because they, basically what happened was there was a member of the beatles that was before ringo star there was a guy who was in the beatles and the rest of the beatles didn't like him they didn't like right. him because he was better he was good looking he felt they felt like he would be a problem in this band so they got rid of him and they got Ringo Starr in because Ringo Starr kind of looked a bit funny and mm. he brought a sort of an added sort of uh, sensation to the to the Beatles I'm not yeah. really sure but anyway the guy the guy who was in that band um he got kicked out of the band but he said to himself, why, why, why was all of this stuff happening to me? Why, why am I losing something I've worked so hard for? Why, why have I lost that? But in the end, he was content because he was the only one of the Beatles that actually had a family, like a wife and kids. He had his life. He had his content life and he didn't realize how content it was until he stepped away from the limelight and realized ah i don't need to be in the great one of the one of the greatest bands of all time mm. i don't i don't have to be in the greatest band of all time and this relates to mental health because the situation that i'm talking about here is you don't need what you think you need until you've it's got it, thing, you it you realize that there was something much much more special that was literally at your house and it was there every day and it yeah. waited for you and it loved every second it spent with you. Mm. And that is honestly the, the key element. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's got deep, um, but it's good though. So yeah, it is. well, I'm going to, well, this has been absolutely amazing. Um, the reason I got Jamal on was because I know him from work. We've worked in two jobs together and he's obviously one of the strongest people I know and he is the perfect person to have on on this segment of the podcast, which is a topic that really needed to be spoken about because he knows I've been through some stuff. He's been there for me. And yeah, he's really special. Yeah, he's one of the kindest humans that you've ever met and yeah well i'm just gonna good put boy. like sorry a good lad you're a good lad i try i try but and um one, what i do i did want to say something really quick yeah just before that. we finish one thing that's the most important if you want to if if you have a mental illness i've always been really good at giving advice and really bad at using my own advice yeah so what I want to say definitely 100% is the key to being happy. If you're sad, if you're dealing with a situation right now, the quarantine, 
that is absolutely destroying lots of people's mental health, especially, or giving people problems or testing relationships, whatever it is. The way and the simplest secret in the world to be happy, okay, find something, find something that you love, Mm. whatever it is, and whoever the hell you want to say it to, whatever it is that you love to do, you find that, you find that thing that you love to do, and you focus so, so hard on what you want, that one thing, whatever it is, music, for me, wrestling, for anyone, mm. whatever it is, you, you find something that you absolutely love. You have to be obsessed. If you're obsessed with it, you can go so far. That's how we thrive. We obsess. Um, if you're obsessed with something, eventually you will realize that the mental, bad, horrible thoughts, they do go away. They do pass. Because yeah. you know that you've got something to look forward to. So have something, whatever it is. Don't be afraid to tell don't be afraid to tell people about something that you love. Don't be afraid to speak to people. Just open up, do it, get it done. Because mm. it's the only way that you're going to feel better. And I'm telling you, that is the one thing. Look forward to something. Have something yeah. to look forward to. Focus on your routine and physical exercise, personally, I feel. Mm. Yeah. Those those three things are the only keys that you need to live a happy life. You need to be content with what you have and you need to understand that what you want is coming, but it's not here yet. The bus will come. I always use that because it eventually does come. You can wait as long as you want. I used to wait in Verwood for three buses a day. There were three buses a day, one at one, Mm -hmm. No, one at 11, one at three, and one at seven. Mm. And sometimes it wouldn't even come on time. But the bus will come. What you want will Mm. come. You just have to put in the work and let the rest fall into place. Mm. Uh, Honestly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on because I've wanted to speak about this for so long. Mm -hmm. And... I do want to start this uh, clothing brand at some point. Yes, of course, when I have yeah. money to do it. I yeah, it's a tight situation at the moment, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I want. I want it to be a thing that happens. I'm going to make sure it happens. However long it takes me, I will. I want to start this clothing brand, and I want to emphasize and show people mental illness in artwork. Mm. I want to use that as the visual interpretation of what is the mind, what is the brain and how it works. And I will get yeah. actually. And this has actually given me a lot more enlightenment into actually doing it. Because this has been great. This has been really nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you can come on and stuff. It like so obviously at really short notice. Um, no, it's, it's been yeah, lovely. So. Just even talking to someone, you know, mm. like, it helps a lot. Talking, just do it. Even if you haven't spoken mm. to someone for a while, family, mm. friend, give them a call. Exactly. It's the worst that could happen. Exactly. Well, this has been the Twilight Podcast. Very different episode than what we usually do, but an important one. We'll leave like links for like the Samaritans in the description below, and everyone have a good day and stay safe. And remember, always reach out.
one. It's so important. Have a good day, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah.